0: Everyone, welcome back to Huskies on Tap, a podcast for the Huskies by the Huskies, presented to you by Fatty's Pub and Grill, and brought to you by On Tap Sports I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on social at Beaton 300, and you can follow our main account at Huskies on Tap. Today, we're coming to you live from the Cheswick practice facility for the final time this season. Uh, the Camellia Bowl prep has commenced. We just got through the press conference, and I am sitting right next to one of our star defensive linemen, Mr. James. Oscar. How are you doing today, James? I'm great. I'll be here. It's good to talk to you, man. So, you guys were able to get the job done against Kent State. You finished with six wins on the season. You're able to get one more opportunity to play against Arkansas State. uh, Your final game, too, what does it mean to get to this bowl game? And then, ultimately, what would it mean to get the win in the bowl game?
1: It would be huge. Obviously, we haven't won the bowl game here quite some time. So, uh, being able to kind of spark Husky success for the future is going to be huge for us.
0: And then when you sit back and look at your career here as an NIU Husky, right? When like you got here on campus, you're 18, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Now you're leaving a man. You have a lot of stats under your belt: sacks, tackles for loss, whatever. You got you got some touchdowns in there too, <laughs> you know. So you've done just about everything you could at the collegiate level. But where do you think you've grown the most as a football player, as a person, as a student in your time here at NIU?
1: Uh, I think football-wise, my IQ has grown a lot, and just in life, just. Obviously, maturity is is a growing thing. When I got here in June of 2019, I was 17 years old. Yeah. My mom used to wake me up every day for school. (laughs) So it's like, obviously, you get away from home, and a lot of things change very quick. But I think that through the staff, Coach Hammond, Coach Geely, Coach Moore, everybody's kind of guiding me to this point.
0: So I can't thank them enough. And then talk about your support system. Uh, You know, I I saw you at the last game. You know, walking out with your mom and your dad. You always have people at every game, and and you seem to have a really good support system around you. Uh, What can you say, maybe as word of thanks to the people around you that got you to where you are today?
1: Uh, It's just always been nothing but love for them. My parents have always been supportive of whatever I do. So whether I was playing football, whether I was star of the team or never got a snap, they'd be at every game. So I I thank them. I thank my girlfriend for always coming out with them as well. I
0: know it's been tough on her, but. Just none, but none, but love for them. And then now you got one, you got one game here left as an NIU Husky. You have you have a MAC championship. You have some great individual plays throughout your career. But if you had to sit here and pick three moments that you look back at, what would you say are your three favorite moments as a Husky?
1: Uh, first probably be my first tackle, which was against Nebraska. Yeah. Um. Second. Number 94,
0: after before, yeah. before you in the single digit. Yeah,
1: yeah, way back when. Obviously, uh, Mac championship was huge. Yeah. And then uh, scoring touchdown against Eastern Michigan last year, obviously. Uh, wasn't recruited by any of the Michigan Mac schools, so being able to score a touchdown there was, was pretty cool for me.
0: So I never knew that about you. Uh, I know you mentioned that in one of the postgame pressures mm-hmm. uh, a couple of weeks ago. But talk about like creating an edge and maybe put a monkey on your back. How much extra motivation did that add for you knowing you're like, OK, I did get recruited to a school and a school that will play all of the Michigan schools, like knowing you'd get the chance to prove it to them. How yeah. was
1: that? I mean, it was huge for me. Um... I mean I knew I had to tell him to play at this level and uh I really wasn't going to be denied and so once I got here and saw that I had the opportunity to play I mean I just took full advantage of I think I've shown that if you didn't take me in 2019 that was kind of a mistake on you so
0: it's it's too late now and now now more uh more people will be in the discussion of who wants to get James and who's actually going to get James uh, but when you look back at your career uh what are what are three of the favorite stadiums that you've gotten to play at here as a NIU husky? Uh, obviously,
1: big house going back home, playing at Michigan, uh, Nebraska. I think probably up there, probably that's probably the best one. I have great. Fans. You got to do it twice too, yeah, right? Yeah, I to twice. They got great fans, great atmosphere. That's what everyone said. Everyone's yeah. like,
0: even though it's eighty thousand people, mm-hmm. they're not like mean. Like yeah, they're, they're just like, we yeah, love football. <laughs> uh,
1: and then uh, Kentucky was really cool. They they had a really good fan base show though. Well, yeah, they weren't like disrespectful or anything.
0: So they're good to be around. And then, you know, as as that little kid who picked up the football for the first time when you were growing up, like, now you sit here, you've been able to play in these, like, Coliseum-like stadiums. Like, what's that like? You know, you wake up, you're like, time to get to practice. But when you get to game day, like, you're walking into that stadium. What's that atmosphere like for you? Uh,
1: I mean, it's been really cool for me, honestly. I mean, in high school, we played on grass on a field that wasn't nearly what even Husky Stadium is. So, I mean, every day walking on that practice field, you kind of... You kind of don't realize it until you go back home. and It's like, this is what I came from. This is what I'm doing now. So just keeping all that in perspective, obviously it's cool to go play at other places, but just even being at Husky Stadium every time is a blessing.
0: And then, you know, you had senior day, you did play, so you get one more game, but unfortunately it won't be out there. What will you miss most about uh, game days here at home at Husky Stadium?
1: Uh, I think just the comfortability and uh, just being able to be around my guys. Um, I know they'll go on and do great things, but... uh, I think there'll be a lot to miss, the atmosphere, just everything. So
0: Yeah. And then all right, so the moving truck is packed up. You're getting ready to go to where you're training for the draft process. What is the last meeting that you have in DeKalb? One something that you can't get when you go back home.
1: Uh I was actually just talking about this. Uh like the Vinny's wings. Oh yeah. Really, yeah, I'm a big fan of Vinnie's wings, so probably. I, I love
0: the and I love I love uh honestly I'll just say the midwest as a in general has the best like individual little food yeah, sections like sure. I like all our different types of pizza I like our wings yeah. um you can't really get an Italian beef back home so you might have to get a couple yeah. of those while <laughs> <right laughs> you're still out here uh but yeah I, eh, maybe not Maybe uh, just eat whatever whatever they tell you you got to eat, and then yes. once you know you're comfortable, then you can start yeah. going to eating a little bit of the the junk Figure stuff. It. But you got some big stuff ahead of you. Yeah. Um, do you know where you're going to go after the bowl game to start your training? Uh, yeah, I'll be in Denver, Landau
1: Performance. So uh, they work with some guys, like Christian McCaffrey, Austin Oh, wow. Eckler. So.
0: I'm going to pay good. him a visit. I'm going out there next weekend. My sister lives out there. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be like, uh, just coming to check out the facility, see if I can get quick work out in.
1: Yeah, it, should, it should be good. I got, I got some good guys. I was able to meet up with a, a few of them, just via phone call. So I had a good program laid out where you just
0: get to work. Perfect. And then for you, like you talked about, like, what does it mean to you to be in this position, right? like You get your degree. You've won a MAC championship. you now playing for a bowl game. And then that next step is, is – you know, trying to fulfill your lifelong dream. Like, what does it mean uh, to be in the position, and then what would it mean to make your dream come true? Uh, obviously, it's a blessing. Um,
1: really, it's like when you yeah. step on campus and everybody is just as good as you when you first get here. It's yeah. kind of like, okay, I'm happy to be here. I don't. Whatever comes in the future is what comes. But I think I've really exceeded all the expectations that I've had for myself. Um Really, just can't wait for what the future holds. I mean, if if this is as good as it gets, it's been a blessing for just to get here. So,
0: fortunately for you, you will you will have your opportunities. Husky Nation will miss you, but we we all understand uh, what's at stake. And then you are going to be playing in a, a post uh, post season game, like a yes, bowl game. Uh, can you just tell the fans a little bit about that and uh, where they'll be able to catch that?
1: Uh, I'm not sure exactly like where you can watch the broadcast, but it'll be the Hula Bowl in uh, Orlando, Florida, a senior All Star game, one of the. Big three all star games now with the elimination of the NFL PA Bowl, So,
0: no uh, one's so. coming down there too with you, right? I'm not sure, actually. Uh, I, I haven't gotten a chance to talk about it, so. but hey, a, a trip to Florida and one more game. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the you get to throw the Husky helmet on yeah. one, one more, one more time. time, you just won't yeah. be with the boys for that one, yeah. and then, um. When you look at some of the younger guys I know you talked about it a little bit up there mm-hmm. but who are some guys um, that you know because you've been the leader the captain of the room for a few years yes, sir. who are some guys that maybe you expect to step up
1: and be next year's leader in the room uh a big one for me is uh Jay Sean Prophet. Uh he's shown tremendous leadership skills throughout his this uh, time here he's shown consistency and uh just a wanting to, to, uh, to kind of be that guy. So I, I expect him to step up in a major way. Obviously Devontae O'Malley has had a, a big yeah. voice on the program as well. And I expect him to kind of fill those shoes as well. So uh, I, I think we're more than equipped next year to have uh, some guys step up and, and lead and, and do even better things than we've
0: done. So, And then after all that, let's talk Arkansas State. I'm sorry. I had to get all right. those out the way first, but coach talked about it and you talked about it a little bit. It's uh. It's not like the most explosive offense that you've seen, but they can make some plays, and they do have some good size. So, yeah. uh, what are what are some things that maybe Husky fans should be on the lookout for on game day? Because I don't want I don't want you to get too into game play, yeah. You know. Yeah, uh, I mean I
1: kind of spoke about it just in press comps. Very talented young young quarterback, dual threat. Uh, obviously, our best games have not been against uh, dual threat guys. So that's something we're going to have to be able to uh, kind of bend down the hatches on and be able to be able to uh, kind of stop. But very talented team, I think. Very talented offense, so I, I, it'll be a fun game.
0: And then for you, uh, the final trip with the boys, right? Like, you mm-hmm. get an opportunity to go down to Alabama, be down there for a few days. Coach said uh, there'll be some events set up for you. You get to go to a couple museums and learn some of the historical context of the area. Yeah. But what will it mean uh, just mm-hmm. to have that one last that one last away trip with the guys and it's for a trophy and yeah. a, a bowl win at the end?
1: Yeah, it's huge. I mean, obviously – you make some close bonds here. Um, so being able to go out and just have fun with the guys one more time, play one last game, and hopefully bring back a championship trophy uh, is huge.
0: And then I guess we'll get we'll get to the sappy one. Who will be the most missed? Who will be the most missed friend on the team? Uh, most missed know. group of yeah. friends, we'll yeah, say, so you so don't single guys. anyone out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, really all my guys. Uh, Jelani
1: Nave, my roommate, um,
0: Vito, really a whole trench mob, D-line. Yeah, the trench uh, mob. You guys have been the best unit on the team for a couple years, and you've been a big part of that, so I know uh, Husky Nation is definitely thankful for your contributions and and what you've been able to do on and off the field here as a member of the NIU team. Uh, What do you want to see from yourself in this final game? And then also, I'll take it one step further, what do you want to see from yourself in the All-Star game that you're playing in? uh, Just
1: consistency, obviously. Uh, Play a good season, but it it really doesn't mean anything if you allow your fundamentals to uh, deteriorate at the end. So just consistency and kind of doing what I've been doing and uh, really just seeing myself uh, excel against different competitions, obviously different conference. Uh, Sunbelt has been looked at as a very uh, highly regarded group of five conference. So I want to go out there and show that I have the ability to play against those guys. And then moving into the Hula Bowl, um, obviously you have guys from bigger like power five schools obviously guys who, who have probably been considered to be a little bit more skilled than I am. So I like to go out there and show uh, how I feel about that.
0: I was going to say, at the end of the day, you'll have your opportunity to go out there and prove it. Right. And it's uh, not a matter of getting ready because you stay ready. So I, right. I'm excited <laughs> and I'll try to do my own research to find out. Because you don't have to worry about it. You're not going to be able to watch the game. We're yeah. the ones that got to watch the yeah. game. So yeah. I'll find out when and where and what time in and, and the, the TV channel that the game's available so we can all – uh, cheer James on in that game, but uh, two or er, two final ones. So, uh, just words for Husky Nation, kind of like a final, final sign off to Husky Nation here. Uh, just want to say I appreciate you guys. It's been a blessing to play at this program for five years. So much
1: love and support, and uh, at the end of the day, uh, the future is very bright. No matter how it may look now, uh, the future is very bright for this program. Um, I think you guys are in good hands with the leadership. Uh, Coach Hammock has some very big ideas for this team and, and very bright future for everybody.
0: And then for you on a personal note, uh, what do you look forward to most about just this process that you have coming up? You have the bull game, the all-star game, the pro day, the draft, like what are you looking forward to the most?
1: Uh, just being able to put in the work and improve honestly uh, and put myself in the best position to provide for myself and for my family in the future. That's that's always been a big, big thing for me. So, like I said, if this is as good as it gets. It's a blessing, but obviously I want to go out, me in Denver and work and, and put myself in a great position.
0: To I will say if you train in Denver and you get signed in Denver, at least you'll have a uh, little bit of the altitude yeah, training because it yeah, is a little bit yeah, different, different out there. Mm-hmm. Um, James, I'm sure most of our listeners and followers are definitely already following you, but for the ones that aren't, where can they find you out on social? Follow your journey. Uh,
1: Instagram's 4 two Esther DST here. and then on uh, um, well, I guess the X Yeah, I always <laughs> make the same mistake, yeah.
0: J2 yeah. uh, uh, esters, Same spell. Perfect. And then I will throw one final obligatory. Please help us get more players here in the future. But what would your recruiting pitch be to a guy that maybe is from Cass Tech that's mm-hmm. like, hey, James, uh, I saw you went to NIU. Like, what made it better than the other schools that recruited you? Right. Uh, just like I like I kind of said before, uh,
1: the way that this program is being run is going in the right way. It's going the right way. Hammock is building a, a, a culture, a championship culture. And um you can do you can make your dreams come true if you play here. Um obviously people kinda try to look at the Mac as like maybe a stepping stone or before I try and go here, go there, go somewhere, consider it bigger, but you can make your dreams come true from right here and uh, we've seen guys do it in the few we've seen guys do it in the past, I'm sorry. Uh so if you want to succeed and you want to play high level football, you come in, NIU and do that and, and create some great bonds as well and be around some good people who just really want the best for you.
0: You're foreshadowing a little bit because we will see it again in the future. Um, but yeah, man, uh, congratulations on a great career. It's been a lot of fun watching you. And I know Husky Nation really excited to see uh, what that next step is for you. Uh, but we look forward to the most seeing you guys go out there uh, next week to take a, take on Arkansas State and hopefully bring back a bowl victory. Uh, but with that being said, uh, we really do appreciate you for taking the time many, many, many different times throughout your career. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we look forward to catching up with you uh, here in a couple of months after the bowl game and everything settles but on the other side of this episode uh, we will be breaking down this week's upcoming matchup in the camellia bowl against arkansas state make sure to throw james a follow if you aren't following him and we will be right back all right everyone we will get you guys prepared for the upcoming camellia bowl down there in alabama rniu huskies take on the arkansas state red wolves it's an interesting game, right? Two six and six teams, two teams that kind of scratched and clawed their way to get to bowl eligibility. And we get the game two days before Christmas. So I'm sure it'll be a quick flight back home for the guys and they'll all be able to get back home with their with their families. But this is an interesting one, right? I talked about it a little bit off show and just with other people. Arkansas State may be a unicorn, right? So they are a team that not only allowed 70 points in one game this season and had their coach crying on the sideline in week one against Oklahoma, but later on in the season they played against Texas State and they hung 77 on them in their path to get bowl eligible because that was the game that they ended up getting that sixth win. It was the second to last week of the season. Uh, They have – a, not a difficult schedule, but the, their tougher teams were more positioned at the beginning of their schedule. So they played against OU week one. Like I said, they lost that one 73 to nothing. Played Memphis week two, lost that 37 to three, beat Stony Brook, Southern Michigan, and and Massachusetts in three consecutive games. It's not a very uh, prestigious winning streak, but wins are wins. You just You play who's on your schedule. Uh, they lost to Troy and to Coastal Carolina in back-to-back weeks, and then they did they did the double on uh, Louisiana. They beat Louisiana Monroe and they beat Louisiana Lafayette. Then the following week, they lost to South Alabama. Became bowl eligible in a seventy-seven to thirty-one win against Texas State, which is absolutely insane. To win that game by forty-six points in conference, and to hang seventy-seven is absolutely nuts. In the final week of the season, they played against Marshall. Uh, nothing to play for really in that game, just kind of pride and trying to get an, another win on the on the schedule. They end up losing that one 35-21. So they sit at 6-6 six and six just like we do. Uh, but a lot has changed for us. So since the last time that we talked, as you guys all know, college football in the current state that it is is the transfer portal. So at the end of the season, every single year, we're going to lose players. Whether we like it or not, that's just the fact of the matter in the transfer portal this season, courtesy of our NIU Huskies. So as recent as yesterday, we just lost Pete Nigra's center uh, to the transfer portal. He has a no-contact tag, so he already knows where he's going to be going. Uh, We lost C.J. Brown, lost George Gums. Trayvon Rudolph scared us all, went into the transfer portal, saw that the grass was not greener on the other side and that he wanted to stay home and, and stay true to what he has been you know, a part of for the last three, four years of his life. And he's returning back to NIU. So uh, a very scary moment for us as Trayvon is is probably one of our better players on the team. And when those guys enter the portal, it gets scary. Um I'm trying to think of who else off, off the top of my head that we've lost in the portal. I don't know. It, it'll add up. There'll be more and we'll gain players from the portal. Uh, as we already have so so far we got a cornerback from Washington State I saw we added a receiver from St. Thomas this morning and then as you know Coach Hammock's always going to be doing his recruiting uh, at the high school level too so there are always players that are on his radar uh, that he is trying to get to campus it's just a different state of college football and I think that I don't know I, I, I was on the phone earlier in the week with one of my uncles who's an SMU fan so he's a a former group of five guy making the the jump to the power five, if you will. And I kind of said it to him like this, I'm like, the transfer portal works like this, right? You, you know, I have a, uh, a team that I root for on both ends of the transfer portal. So as you all know, I root for Notre Dame as well. And the schools of that level, right? Like the, the power fives or the teams that are in the new year, six bowl game or competing for college football playoffs, they're always going to be desirable destinations for college football players. And as we've said, and as the coaches have said throughout the season, you're always going to want to recruit a guy that's already played college football over a kid in high school, take advantage of all these extra years that these guys are getting. If you can get a guy that has proven productivity at the college level, why would you go and get a high school guy? So we, as a group of five program, a program that has a sustained success over the course of the last 20 years is a a breeding ground for these power fives to find guys that they may not find at the high school level. And when I say that, look over the last five years, ever since we've done the show, we'll just go back. So Jack Heflin went to Iowa. Uh, Wes and Kramer went to Indiana. Last year, Marcus Cox and Dave Vern Rainier both went to Kentucky. Like, there are instances where players will, in the transfer portal for their final season, like Dylan Thomas, go back and play in their home state. He he went back to Missouri State. There are instances in the transfer portal where, since we're a group of five, we will pick and pluck a player from the FCS, Clint Rakovich and Kaspar Rukwitz. Illinois state and Western. So, I mean, the transfer portal, it giveth, it taketh it's, it's fucked up, but it is what it is and we have to deal with it. And our coaches have shown a track record throughout the history of this portal of being able to find players, uh, guys like Rocky Lombardi, guys that are coming from a, a power five down to a group of five. So it doesn't matter the situation. We just have to trust our coaches and our our scouting department to find these diamonds in the rough that are either trickling down from a power five institution or leaving a a group of five that want to maybe get more playing time and didn't have the right opportunities or where they're at. And then the FCS players too. You you can never forget about those guys. Uh, Rutkiewicz and Rakovic have been some of my favorite players to cover uh, during my time covering the team, but getting into this bowl preparation it's an extra month of practice, right? You get uh, a few – I shouldn't say a full extra month because it hasn't been that that long since we last played. But you get extra weeks of practice. You get the opportunity uh, for players that may not necessarily have gotten playing time uh, throughout the season to get an opportunity to play in the bowl game using uh, maybe a red shirt. I know Justin Lynch will have the opportunity uh, to go out there and play in this year's bowl game using uh, his, because the red shirt doesn't get used towards a bowl game. So to have some guys leave in the portal at key positions like defensive end and guys like George Gums or center and Pete Nigra, uh, safety and CJ Brown. I'm hoping that guys on the compete team that haven't had the opportunity to maybe put their best foot forward throughout the season, get an opportunity to do so in the bowl game. It's the perfect opportunity. And you guys all know coach Hammock always rewards hard work throughout the season with chances for you to go out there and play on game day. So I look forward to that. Some goodbyes, right? Like it's the final game of the season, no matter what, there is no game after this. So for guys like Nolan Potter, guys like Rocky Lombardi, Guys like, uh, but the fact of the matter is this, right? Like it's a a chance for a storybook ending for guys that have meant the world to our program over the last few years. A guy like Nolan Potter, like he deserves a statue in and of itself. The guy just simply stays available and stays producing. That is all that you could ask for a guy that has been in your program for five years. Are you available? And can you go out there and do your job? And what has he done every game for that that entire span? Exactly those two things. So Nolan Potter, uh, definitely a guy that will be well missed here uh, as an NIU Husky. And then obviously, you know, Rocky Lombardi, the quarterback, the guy that led us to a MAC championship in 21 in his first year here, a guy that literally defied all odds to come back from his injury and give us everything that he had. He emptied the bucket and i understand yeah he may have lost a step or it wasn't his 21 season but that's a guy that would literally die in between those lines and that's all that you can ask for like he will go out there and give his best effort until they take his helmet like they did in the Vanderbilt game. Like this guy doesn't want to be kept off the field. And I, I look forward to seeing what's next for him. I look forward to seeing what's next for guys like Nolan too, because I definitely think Nolan has an opportunity uh, to play at the next level. He's a versatile lineman. One thing that is talked about every year in the draft process is if you're an offensive line, what position do you play? And can you play more than one? And that's a guy that can do it. I really look forward to seeing where he ends up. As far as this game goes, though, right? Arkansas State, unicorn team. They play in the Sun Belt. Ironically, our last bowl game uh, allocation or, or assignment was a team from the Sun Belt when we played Coastal Carolina in the Cure Bowl two years ago. I think that similar to how they talk about the games throughout the season, this is an opportunity for the guys to go 1-0. and an opportunity for the guys to play uh, a non-conference opponent, an opponent that is on paper, uh, even with them and, and a team that we should have the opportunity to go out there and beat. And especially since Trayvon Rudolph uh, did not leave in the transfer portal, that gives our offense some, some much needed and extra firepower uh, going into this game. Let me look at real quick and see what the lines are for this game. Cause I do know that, it's pretty close the, the first time that I checked. So, okay. It's a pick them NIU is uh, plus one. And, yeah. I mean, if you're going to bet this game, just bet a money line. The money line 108. And it's minus 112 for Arkansas State. The over-under is 53.5. And let me double-check and see. Let's see where the nerds at ESPN have this one graded. And then we'll, we'll get into it because – Honestly, I was going a little little crazy. Last weekend, we had some FCS and the Army-Navy game, as you all know. That's great. Uh, It's just a very American and very patriotic game. I love watching that one every year. Uh, But this game, as predicted by ESPN, is tilted 52% in our favor. Uh, So you can't complain. Tickets are as low as $22. And for our fans that will be traveling to that game, be loud, be proud, um, it's another opportunity for us to showcase our school. I shouldn't say necessarily on the national level, but the game will be on ESPN. So as opposed to, you know, our ESPN plus or ESPN, U or ESPN three crew, uh, maybe we will get an ESPN crew and, and maybe at halftime, they'll actually talk about the game. Maybe they'll actually talk about our game and not what's going on, uh, with the giants of college football. But I think it just comes down to, can we put together four quarters of football? Can our offense have one of the performances uh, that was reminiscent of maybe the Akron game or one of our better performances throughout the season? Are we going to be able to run the football to set up the pass like we have tried to do throughout the whole season? I do think that regardless of what anyone will tell me in the the media or what anyone will tell me online or anything, it is going to be a lot harder to – Replace Pete than anybody else. That is a guy that touches the football every play. That is a guy that is the spine, that is the anchor of that offensive line. And center is a very tough position. You know, all the talks that we've had with Pete, the talks that we had with Braden Patton before Pete, and I'm sure the talks that we'll have with the next guy up. But center is not an easy position. There is a reason that there are only 32. NFL centers in your, you know, there's only one of them on the field. I should say there are only 32 centers that start in the NFL. It is the hardest position outside of quarterback, maybe kicker or punter to find yourself on a roster because there's only one of them in the NFL. So Pete is a guy that probably go on to play at a higher group of five or maybe even a power five. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a team like Colorado. I don't want him to go play for De- for Deion Sanders because I think Deion Sanders is a shit bag, but that's another story for another day. And wherever Pete goes, uh, we will support him and be rooting for his team and, and for him to, to be successful because that's what we do whenever one of our guys leaves from the school. So especially a guy that we've had on the show multiple times. So shout out to him. Look forward to seeing where he lands. Same with CJ, same with all the other guys in the program, but we have a game to win and we have a huge a huge hole uh, to, to fill in the center of our offense uh, to make sure that everything goes off smoothly uh, this upcoming game. I do believe that with Trayvon Rudolph back, we get a little bit of our swagger back, right? We don't have to be such Ontario Brown merchants. We don't have to rely as heavily on Grayson Barnes. We can utilize Trayvon in this game, and make sure that, you know, maybe they thought that he wasn't going to play. They didn't know. Make sure that they remember the name. And for Trayvon, too, I think there will be a sense of relief for him with, you know, he, he was probably stressed when he entered the transfer portal, not knowing what's next. Obviously, he has a daughter, he has a family to take care of. There's a lot of uh moving parts for Trayvon. But, he's you know, he's still a young guy. I mean, he's only 21, 22. He, has a great head on his shoulders and someone that I look forward to being uh, a leader and maybe a captain next year. So I think this is the type of game that says, Hey, coach hammock, I'm locked in. I'm here to stay and I'm here to put my best foot forward to get ready for whatever is next for this program. So I think Trayvon Rudolph is poised to have a big game. I hope that it's more of a balanced attack. Maybe we throw some trick plays and stuff in there, but I do believe that, You know, Trayvon and Ontario, as well as Grayson Barnes, are the key to our victory in this game. And then, obviously, you got to get a good game from the quarterback. you got to get a good game uh, from Rocky Lombardi in his final game here at NIU. Protect the football. uh, Produce – I think he'll probably produce about 250 yards of total offense. I know that he'll throw for a touchdown, and I think he'll find one on the ground. So, 250 total yards and at least – I'll say three. He'll throw for two and run for one because you know Ontario uh, Ontario will find the end zone as well, and I can imagine I'll, I'll call my shot. I'll say Trayvon catches one and Grayson Barnes catches one. On the defensive side of the ball, this is a team that scores a lot of points against poor teams and does not fare so well against good teams right so they played against Troy who won the Sun Belt lost that game 37 to 3 played against Memphis who competed in the American down to the down to the final week lost that one 37 to 3 lost 73 to nothing and had their head coach crying on the sideline against Oklahoma in week 1 and then yeah, they scored. They scored fourteen against South Alabama, who they did not perform to the level that they should have this year, but are a better uh, uh, group of five. And then obviously the Unicorn game, the game that clinched bowl eligibility for them, the Texas State game where they hung seventy-seven. That ain't happening. So if this game is played, how? a majority of their games were played against teams that they were playing against that equal opponent or maybe an opponent that was a little bit better than them, they underperformed on the offensive side of the ball. And I think that actually the ultimate key to our victories is our defense is just go out and be who they are. If our defense plays the way that they've played all season long, we're winning this football game by a goddamn thousand. And I can say it this week, goddamn it, because they have a 73-point loss on their on their schedule this year so if there was ever ever a time for the guys to come through and win one by a thousand it is this week against arkansas state and uh whether it's one or a thousand i look forward to this game it was something that this team fought extremely hard for to make happen and i understand that yeah we didn't get to the mac championship and especially after seeing Toledo shit down their leg in the MAC championship, it was a little bit more painful because you know the West always puts out a better product than the East, but the East ended up winning it this year, and you live and you learn. The team still got the stopgap and the the final goal, which was to obtain bowl eligibility, and I think that if the team is able to end the bull drought for NIU in this game, it would It wouldn't mean as much as a Mac championship, but you still get a trophy from the game. You still get the opportunity to go somewhere warm and somewhere nice when it's literally like 20 degrees out right now. Like it is awful out. So I think there are plenty of positives to look for in this game in a season that I mean, I'll raise my hand. There's been a lot of negative negativity on Husky Twitter and, and message boards and Facebook and, and at the games. And I think that we can all put that aside for this is a one game season for our guys to go out there and prove uh, that this wasn't a season that was lost. It's a chance for us to get back over 500. And the only record that matters is the record that they put into the record book at the end of the season. And if you finish over 500, that looks a lot better than if you finish six and seven. So I think as far as it goes defensively, I think you look to your stars. You look to guys like Deron Gilbert and you look to guys like Jaden Dolphin and Javon Byrd and James Esser. You look for your big players to make big plays in big moments of the game. And I really think that guys like Esser, Dolphin, Gilbert, Bird, can't forget guys like Devontae O'Malley, Haberman, all these guys are built for moments like this. And it's not like we're – you know, we're not playing against a Kentucky or a Michigan. We're playing against Arkansas State for fuck's sake. I don't want to see negativity. I think we can win this game. I – am a blind optimist when it comes to my sports teams, as you guys all know. But I really do think that if we play a full four quarters of football and we play our game, there's no reason why the guys get back on that flight without a, an empty seat next to coach hammock with a trophy buckled next to him. And I look forward to how it's done. I think that, you know, while we are getting to the end of the year right like i just talked about it like there was only i don't know like four or five fcs games and the army navy game on on uh on saturday bowl season is so spe- it's it's special man and i all i can think about is you know i reminisce at the little like 8 9 year old kids sitting at like the tiki bar or the the little beach bar drinking my my virgin pina colada or my virgin daiquiri like watching a bowl game on vacation. Like when I think of bowl season, that's, that's what I ultimately revert to. And yes, I can now drink a regular pina colada or a regular daiquiri while I'm on vacation watching bowls. And I know players leave if they're not in the college football playoff or, you know, players leave in the transfer portal before the bowl game. But for the players, that stayed. And for the players that that are playing in the bowl game, that have an opportunity to play at the next level. See, I like I said, I root for teams on both ends of the spectrum. So I have players at Notre Dame that couldn't be bothered to go play in the Sun Bowl. And I have players that play at NIU that would die to go play in this bowl game. And that's like what makes college football great to me. And yeah, this isn't the college football playoff or the Orange Bowl for us. But this is still another opportunity for me on a Saturday and, and for me, especially because I'll be uh, out of town. I'll be around family to watch my favorite team with the people that I love. And that's what this sport's all about to me. I, I really I, you just cannot take those moments for granted and for for the players of our or for the for the families of our players it's an opportunity to throw an extra vacation at the end of the year and go down and see their son play in a place that's a lot warmer than DeKalb Illinois so it's that time of the year where you know I talked about it before Thanksgiving it's uh family food and football but we'll say Family's family son in football this time because that yeah, we don't want them to be eating like Thanksgiving before this one. They'll be moving around the field way too slow. But uh, it's just a great opportunity. I did go down to the Cura Bowl in 2021, and that's the first bowl game that I've ever been to, and I had a blast despite the result. So, uh, if you are headed down to the bowl game, send us pictures from the game. Send us uh, send us any of your your inside information that you get if you're close enough to the sideline, we'll definitely tweet that out and we'll, we'll credit you. But uh, most importantly, win, lose, or draw, go down there and have fun. (laughs) I said, I know there's another term of that, whether we win or lose, we booze, but uh, just make sure you have fun down there. It's an opportunity to go out there and for some of us, maybe see our alma mater, see the hometown team, see our son or, or see, you know, if the cheerleaders are going down there, the, the, The band – actually, the band's not going down there because I have a brother in band, those bastards. But, you know, anybody that's a part of the program, take advantage of this because the team earned it, and I look forward to seeing how they go out there and put their best foot forward for this game. Um, As far as a result goes, for a score prediction, I think the over-under is probably pretty accurate. It might be closer to 53 points. I think it's going to be 28-24 NIU. I think that this is our time. Like we have not won a bowl game in in like 12 years. It is our time to go out there and win a bowl game against a team that's playing not too far from their home state. It's not a home game for them. It's Alabama, Arkansas, a couple States over, but I think that we have everything we need on the defensive side of the ball. And if we can get, the type of performance that we've gotten uh, a few times throughout the season, then there should be no reason why we don't win this game. I know there are players that we lost in the transfer portal that won't be joining us for this game, but I don't think outside of Pete Nigra that it is a player that we can't replace on the fly. The defensive line is very stacked, very deep. I know George Combs was getting better and started to play real well towards the end of the season, but we got plenty of horses in that stable. Replacing a center is very tough, and we've been dealing with not having C.J. Brown in the lineup throughout the entire season. So we will make do with what we got. We'll go down there with our best guys, and I look forward to seeing some of those younger guys make plays. Uh Get when they're given their opportunity. I look forward to seeing some Justin Lynch out there. And whether we win or lose, we'll be back with you guys. I'll probably record um, the episode and try to release it like right away because uh, I will be in Colorado, so the game will actually be at 10 a.m. for me. So I'm sure there will be a, a press press conference after the game that I can maybe hop on the zoom for, and then I'll just get straight uh, into the recording of the show. Uh, And that will probably be the last, I shouldn't say the last episode of the season, but it's definitely going to be the last episode for a week or two, because we get to the off season, it becomes more player interviews um, and stuff like that. Uh, I wasn't able to lock down a date just with work and with vacation, Uh, for a final live show before uh, the bowl game. But maybe if they win, uh, maybe we can twist the arm of the powers that be at fatties to get them to have a one final Rocky Lombardi show at the end of the season. But, you know, whether, whether it's it's one episode or you've been with us since we started the show, Um, I always appreciate the support that we get from our listeners, from our followers and and from the players and from the program. As you guys all know, uh, this has definitely been the toughest season that I've had to go through mentally with the loss of my mom at the beginning of this season. But I can sit here uh, in the middle of December and know that, you know, every little moment throughout the season, all the press conferences, you know, the week one against Boston College, Rocky over the top. Uh, Rocky getting the game-winning touchdown against Eastern Michigan with the Mama G wristband. Like, J.J. telling me many times throughout the season, you know, like literally like week one after the first game, you know, J.J. didn't go to grocery party. J.J. didn't go do anything. He ran to his phone in the locker room and said that one was for Mama G. Like, so this has been a very special season regardless of – You know, whether they got to the MAC championship, whether they got ranked, whether they did, there was moments throughout this season uh, that were bigger than football for me. And this team, yeah, maybe they didn't get to Detroit, but this team delivered uh, in those moments for me and and for guys like Rocky and JJ. uh, You know, my mom loved you guys. You know, she's always forever thankful for what you guys have done for the show. You made some special moments for her uh, in her absence and just for Husky Nation, Husky Nation. Um, whether it be the comment section, whether it be guys like Jeremy coming out every week to every show, uh, to come and support us up at Fatty's, um, it means the world. I know, uh, we're a small community, we're not, you know, we're not Alabama, we're not Clemson, but I, I like to think that with the podcast and with the live shows, uh, we've been able to build more of a community, we're able to allow our fans to know more about their athletes get to know their players more um, before game day. Cause you know, not, not, not all that's offered in a press conference and not all that's offered through the newspapers or through the Northern star. So I've always found more meaning in the work that I've done here at NIU with me being an alum and with me having the, the access to make it the best possible show I'm always open for suggestions and feedback, but I really, really appreciate as we close up, uh, we get, no, I shouldn't say close up, but get towards the end of another year of Huskies on tap. Um, I don't know what the future holds, but I know I'll be back out there at pro day. I know I will try to get off off season player interviews for you guys and, and all the above. So uh, not to get too sappy at the end, but I just I want to thank Husky Nation for being there for me and for being very supportful uh, in the hardest time of my life. and for giving me three hours on Saturdays or Tuesdays uh, to just kind of escape with whatever I'm going through. So always thankful for the team, for the program in that regard, but we have a football game to win. We have to get out there to Alabama, find a way to win this one, bring home the bacon and get rid of that bull losing streak. But again, this was another episode of Huskies on Tap, presented to you by Fatty's Pub and Grill, and brought to you by OnTap Net. i got to thank them, too. Thank you for another great season of live shows over at Fatty's Pub. Thank you for feeding me and for feeding the guys. Make sure they're fed nice and, and full out there after doing a show or, or even when they're having their team dinner. So always thankful for everyone that supports everything that we do uh, in the program and outside the program, but we'll be back with you guys uh, shortly after the bowl game to hopefully recap the seventh NIU Husky football victory of the season. Make sure to follow us at Huskies on Tap and at Beat on three hundred. We got nothing else for you guys. And as Mama would always say, Huskies by a thousand and go Huskies. Ready
1: yeah, I got
0: drink on living left in the kitchen, whipping magic. I got dreams on living left in right. the magic. Bad right. bad right. We got London on the track. Dirt dirt. I ain't asked now for nothing I took the heart away. Oh, tell so they put
1: me overcoming with it. They took my heart away. Heart away.
0: Heart away. Heart away. Jump in it hard.